Anastasia, Bat Arav Pinchas Tzvim, Zichrona Livracha. Okay, Chavarim, we're continuing a topic we've been learning for the last few times we had the privilege of learning together. It's a very, it's a very heavy topic, and I want to preface again by saying that what we're, dis- what we're doing is that we are looking into all the different efsharuyot, all the different possibilities, where if you feel that you have suffered any sense of being humiliated or belittled, by anyone else, what the gut reaction should be and where you should turn to. The basis of everything that we're learning is the way that the, the essential Baal Tshuva in the Torah, which was Yehuda, he paved this whole path for us, continuing then with David HaMelech and the whole line of Mashiach, the whole line of taking responsibility, is that when something comes down on you hard, and you go through it hard, or you go through it, not hard yet, but it's hitting home, where do you first go? What's your initial reaction? And Yehuda and Parashat Miketz really, really paved that place for us of saying, Aval Ashimim Anachnu, Ashom Asham Hashem. Yehuda and the, really the brothers and saying, listen, we can keep on blaming everyone else for why things are so bad. There's something bigger going on over here. And the way we learn our lives is that anything that happens to us, that whether it's from within or from without, has to do with our life. Last year what we did was 14 different reasons that Rav Brody showed us that when it comes to a bizayon that you go through, when it, there's problems that happen between you and a Kaddish Baruch Hu, directly between you and God, which this bizayon, this humiliation that you go through in your life is coming to smack you around based on 14 different options, uh, possibilities that you've done between you and Hashem. That was 14, and we ran through it. Today, we're going to be doing six, because the next six, we have a few minutes, but Hashem, we'll get through this. Now it's six different reasons for bizionos that are mida keneged mida, keneged ben adam lachavero. This is where it gets a little, bit, a little bit more intense. Six different things that possibly could be the reasons why you're suffering humiliation in your life, because between you and your friend, between two people, things were shaky. And the first one is a very clear one, which brings up a lot of Gemaras that we've all learned in the past. But basically, the Siba, the first Siba is, that you actually simply embarrass someone. You don't even remember that you embarrass someone. It's, you completely forgot about it. But at a certain point in your life, it could be that a word you said, ben bamuda, ben muda, cause someone busha. You know, sometimes, by the Chofetz Chaim, you see in his Halachas Lashon Hara, how you have to be so makpeet to even say good things about somebody. How could you have such an Indian? Because we see how easy it is that even mitokhshe, ani omer dvarim tovim, mashurai yachol atzet mizam. I have to be careful bichlal. I could come and start praising somebody. Mitoch that praising something, somehow the guy gets embarrassed. He had no kavana at all to do that. But these are dvarim shebecholyom. These things happen all the time. So the first thing is, mishimevesh tazulat, like it says in the Mishnah Avot, ezehu mechubad, who is someone that's mechubal, someone that honors other creations? Like it's brought down a pasuk from Shmuel. I give honor to those that honor and that respect, and those that bozai, those that humiliate me, it's a bad sin. And everyone's asking, why is Hashem saying that He gets humiliated when you humiliate, humiliate someone else? Exactly. If you're, humiliating, if you're humiliating someone else, make no mistake about it. You're actually really causing an ilbonta kodesh baruch 
what Gemara shows us this the best. It's a very hard Gemara to understand how such a reality could be. But the famous Gemara Masachet Tanit by Rabbi Elazar ben Rabbi Shimon. Uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, when he meets a person on the street, remember what he says to him? The person says Shalom to him. And Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar looks at him and he's just like, God, you are, you are so ugly. You know this Gemara, right? It's, 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 it's a Gemara that doesn't... It, it, it's, why, what's the hardest part of this Gemara? How could it be that he... How could it be that he could say... The fact that people look ugly, they're ugly, I think we're... But that it's him. Someone that's learning day and night can see another Bria. And that's the initial reaction is, Kevat, are you ugly? And then obviously the response that he gets to, he says this, you have a problem, take it up with the boss. That's basically the answer he gives them, right? <coughs> now, he really, the Gemara describes to us that he realizes right away, wow, that answer, you have a problem with the way that I look, go and take it up with the person that made me look like this. He does tshuva on the spot. It says, miyad nishtateach panav. He put, his, he put his head into the ground in front of him and said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And the person said, you know, you're not really machal until you ask I'm sorry from Hashem, not from me, even though you humiliated me. The story continues that basically he, let, he, he followed him till the city where this ugly man lived, and the whole time that he followed him to the city, he put his head into the ground while he was being followed to like show everyone in the kfar how, how disgusted he was that he could be such a holy tzaddik, but the second he leaves the base mentor, he looks at someone and sees ugliness in them. So Aleph, if that's, we see this all the time. If there's ever been any element of ilabon by somebody else, should be yashta mishu acher, these things come back to us. Bet. Is it, is, isn't it also an element that you're, you're insulting God's creation and, and anytime you insult somebody, it's the selim of a kid that you're... Bidiyogzeh. No, no, it's a bidiyogzeh. You're insulting, you're basically saying, Hashem, your decision is, uh, is really... Uh, there's a defect in your... In your there's a defect in your machine. Anytime you, anytime you humiliate someone, you're basically, basically saying to God, there's a defect in your machine, in your mif'al, in your factory. It's not coming out good. That's really what you're doing. The second, the second reason that Rodi brings here is, Biglal shebiyesh et avotav shel hazulat. This is a crazy, he brings this chiddush from Rabbi Nachman, Sefer Amidus. Kshechad mevazeotcha o shochek mimcha, bayadua shata biyashta et avotav. If someone comes to you, and starts pounding on you and gives you a, some, a little bit of a zet, a little bit of humiliation, he says, it's known that in, previously you, you spoke smack about his father. When you say something bad about somebody, the next generation can come back quite frankly and come back and finish, finish off the tikkun. He brings a passage from Eov. Eov, Eov, uh, Eov experienced this very much where he realized when he started doing internalization of why are all these things happening to him, he realized that at a certain point in his life, he belittled the ro'et son. He belittled the certain people of their profession. He didn't really think it was so honorable. The next generation comes and starts laughing at, at Eov and at his situation. So he looked deep into how did I treat these person's parents? That's bet. The third thing is, biglal shehichshil rabim. This is a scary one for anyone that teaches Torah. If you, <laughs> if you uh, lead someone on the wrong path, you put a little bit of a stumbling block because you weren't clear as to what you were trying to do. He says when you, and he brings it from David HaMelech, Bor karava yachpereu vayipol b'shachat yifal. You came and you dug a hole and others fell into it. At the end, he says, the same hole that you dug 
you yourself fall into it. And Rabbi Nachman says like this in Sefer Amidos, Mishekore bor sof If you all you did was dug a hole without any explanation as to why you're doing this, but you just let people fall, at the end you're going to fall into the own thing that you yourself that you yourself placed. There's a lot to say on this, a lot to say on this Indian, but I want to continue right now. The next reason Reb Rodi brings down is, and this is a very, very big one, that I find us going through this Nisayon day in, day out, more than ever, is Bizayon Talmidei Chachamim and Bizayon Tzadikim. The media, the media play, messes with us with this one, big time. Because so many things are taking out of context all the time. Quotes from Tzadikim, uh, I'll, I'll just tell you straight up, and I, I, I once shared this with Sami, I think, a while ago, and I had to do a big, big cheshbon nefesh the, the night of Rav Ovadia's uh, uh, funeral. I couldn't understand what was going on because suddenly all the media and the radio and the TV and the internet, it's all hespedim and speaking about the greatness of Rav Ovadia. I grew up in this country. I never heard one good thing about Rav Ovadia Yosef all my life from any outlet here. None. Nothing. Nothing. Not one thing. I said, wow, suddenly he, he dies, all this chavra, now that we're metanef their mouth by speaking so ill about him, suddenly now they start speaking, you know, saying all this, wondering, what is going on over here? Every word Rav Avadia said that the ktane emunah, the small-minded people that were hearing it, took out, were taken out of context and created a very, very negative feeling by many people that didn't find themselves amongst the machanev understanding his lashon and his way of speaking. We see this by a lot of different people. We see this, and it's easy targets also, because you expect perfection and godliness by people that Kivyachol represent Hashem. If something they say is portrayed to you in a way that messes with your mind, yalla, let's go and, and, and speak whatever you want about them. It happened two weeks ago again with someone, with wrote, someone that wrote a horrible article about Rav Drukman, taking one thing that he said out of context, and thus opening the gate for like, yalla, let's now pile this up. Brody says, and he brings down a lot of sources over here. Don't be so fast. Don't be so fast when it comes to tzaddikim and to the tamid chachamim to go out and so fast start saying things that aren't easily taken back because they come back. This is a midah keneged midah. When you're mevazeh your mouth amongst, uh, about, about tzaddikim. Ha-mevazeh tzaddik, Rabbi Nachman says, gam hu Anyone that speaks ill of a tzaddik, the same things you speak about the tzaddik, come back and humiliate you in your life as well. That's a very deep thing. I'm telling you, I'll tell you another thing. Recently, this past year, we had some two great, huge tzaddikim, Chachmei Svarad, that passed away. Chacham Shalom Kohen, Zechet Tzaddik Livracha, and now Rav Ba'adani. Just, it was just nifter, right? Do you know the only thing that we ever heard about Chacham Shalom Kohen, Zechet Tzaddik Livracha, any of his Torah, in the last 10 years, that was ever said out there in the world? I'll tell you one, and I'm so embarrassed about this, but this is good stuff. Many years ago, during the nine days, he said, and I'm sure this was also taken out of context, but that's the thing that that was portrayed out in the public. He said about Amalek, it says, Kiyad al-Kes Ka. The hand of Amalek is on the, Kiyad al-Kes Ka. It covers up the, the name of God, right? What did he say? They said that Kes stood for? Kaf Samech, Kipas Ruga. If that's what you're going to... 
If that's what you're going to hear, and that's all you think there is to it, let it roll, right? But you've got to have such irat shamayim and chokhmah and to understand, wait a second, these are gedolim. First of all, I know nothing. Aleph. Second of all, of course they're going to feed me something that's going to fire me up. This inya, meaning they, the media, whatever it is, the outlets that get to us. This inyan of hearing things from tzaddikim that make us feel uncomfortable, the first thing is, I probably don't understand anything. The second thing is, I probably still don't understand anything. The third thing is, I have beetle before bigger things in life. I have to realize this is the other side, mamash, playing with me. And I have to be very, very careful of these things. Because this is one of the midot, keneged midot, that comes back at you and you've suffered tremendous bizyonot in this world when your kavod for tzaddikim is not in check. It's a very, very big thing, a very important thing. In fact, when I hear people say sometimes stuff about Rabbi Riskin, because, uh, you know, he's, he's <coughs> probably more lenient in certain areas, Hashem Yerachem. Hashem Yerachem, we have to guard our mouths from such things and not get involved in this stuff, because this stuff comes back. This is dangerous stuff. This stuff comes back to us. That was the next one. The other three, we have to end. The other, the... the we're going to finish the next, the next uh, two. We just did, we did four of them. This is four out of six. Uh, the next one is, after Bizayon Tzadikim, he says, general sense of late sanut. General sense of, being, of clowning around. You don't realize that can, it can bring a Bizayon of yourself. So when you portray yourself as Kiyu, you're humiliated. You know, at the end of the day, these things come back and you actually are humiliated. But basically, not to be a Moshav Litzim, to be someone that not necessarily have to take everything so seriously, but not to clown around. Clowning around, he says, comes back and uh, doesn't make life that, that uh, pleasant. And he quotes here from Tehilim, the Gemara in Sota, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Metaev Litzanut, Bekoach HaLitzim, Eina Mekabelet Pnei Ashkina. The clowners, the clowning around, they don't basically, their mitzvah is at that moment, if, if there's going to be a godly revelation in the world, the frowning, the clowning around is not the right kibul, the receptor, to receive tremendous light and a gilui elokim at that moment. And the last one that he says here is a very, very hard one, but I do believe it's one that we could relate to. Siba chaf, this is the 20th reason, the sixth one out of six, about between Adam lechaveru, biglal shesamach betzarat chaveru. You ever feel better when someone else is suffering? You ever feel better when someone, it's just a hard, don't, always into honesty and everything, it's not the time to like raise hands, and I'm just putting it out there, but did you ever feel a little bit better when you heard that someone's not making as much money as you thought he was making? <laughs> right? <laughs> when the terrorist suffers, when the terrorist suffers, because he suffers, we're not talking about that stuff. Chaveiro, we're talking about when someone that when someone that's close to you is not as listen. This is a very delicate one. And if we had an hour right now to develop this concept, we would understand psychologically how this thing really, you know, really works. It also works when it comes to consolation. My dear friends, the Weisses, when they were sitting Shiva over their son Ari, my dear friend. So the, the people that probably were, the only people that really were able to give them a Nechama 
was when other bereaved parents came and sat with them, and just their presence, just their presence themselves, of that they had been through this as well, they were able to, to relate, and that brought it down a little bit. Sometimes we always want to have like relatable things. That, 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 that taught me a, a tremendous amount. We always get this, like, in Yad, here it's a little, here it's, it's, it's very chamor, what we're, trying, what we're trying to say over here is that when someone suffers, inside of us, there's almost this, like, I'm not saying this happens, I'm saying, chas v'shom, this is a midah that we have, that we have a little bit of, of feeling good, not that they're suffering, but that they're not enjoying life as good as we uh, thought they were enjoying life. And that's a, that, that midah comes back, he says over here, and he quotes Rabbi Nachman, Gam explain this, that this ikaron is learned in the Pasuk, Yashuvu al Ekav, Ekev Boshtam, Haumrim Heach Heach. Rashi teaches us there the Mida Keneged Mida. Mida be Mida Kmosha Suli al Ekev Beotomagal Atzmo. When you hear that someone is, is, someone's life became Nebuch and you think that it's justified and it makes you feel good inside, at that moment that's preparing the way for you to come and get a Zetz. So this last Ikaron is one that needs a lot of Itbodedut. And basically all these 20 reasons need Itbodedut. Because what we're learning over here is not, I'm tell, it's not saying over here, check into all these 20 reasons, 14 Ben Adam Makom and 6 Ben Adam Chavero, and you'll see that you, you're and that's why your life is miserable. But what he's saying over here is that if you suffer a life of bizyonot and elbonot, there are places to go inside and do a bedekabayit and saying, where am I holding over here? Where am I holding with this? Where am I holding with dibur al-tadikim? Where am I holding with all the things that we learned? And for sure, amongst one of those things, I could begin to cleanse my way as a response to Hashem. Not, why is this happening to me? But I'm sincerely asking, sincerely, I really would love to know why this is happening to me. So I, I don't want to just be, I, I, I actually want to know. I actually want to know, and I'm bold enough to know, I'm gut, I have enough guts, I'm brave enough to ask, show me the way, and I'm going to go a bedekabayit in any of these areas. So these are 20 different reasons, the mindset that we could work with. What we're going to be going to from here on is different things that are simply bizyonot to bring out love. This was just bizyonot that we don't even understand what they're about. But next is that certain humiliations a person has to go through in this world, and he's going to show us how this is the story of our avot and imaot, only to extract out the midah va'ava that's kayam between all of us. And that should be the final, by the way, that should be the final result of any of this learning. It's only to to learn about ourselves better, to get clear, do the avodah, the tikkunim, in order to be closer to all those people. And kibyechot to Hashem, where God forbid, there was a bizayon that took place. Rabbi Hananiah ben Akashi, Amir al-Takadosh Baruch, Lezakad Yisrael, Fichach ibarim Torah mitzvot, Shneemar Adonai, Chafet Saman, Tzitko, Yagdil, Torah, V'yadir.